Hi there. Welcome to episode 93 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. What you were just listening to comes from a Mega Man game, like all the music you're going to hear tonight. We're shaking up our annual winter special tradition and focusing on all the ice level tunes from the original mainline Mega Man series. Equip your flame weapons, because it's time for the fifth annual Wave Back Winter Special. Hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. I have been sick, as seems to be the case every year, since I have children and there's nothing but germs all over my house. So I'm ultra stuffy and it's kind of hard to concentrate on words, which is, you know, doesn't come up that often since I don't talk to people very often. (laughs) (laughs) I speak to so few people throughout the course of my day and, you know, at least 30% of them are under 10. So good times. How you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. Um, I would like to announce that I am the proud owner of a Nintendo Switch. You are. I thought I saw that online that you had a thing saying, yes. hey, t- hit me up with your friend codes. That's wonderful. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Uh, actually, it's a very, very belated uh, birthday present. I held out until um, Black Friday trying to get a good deal and I saw probably what's going to be the best deal for the Switch this year, and I dove on it. Nice. What do you have so far? Um, <laughs> so Tetris 99 was free through the store. I have um, the Nintendo emulator and the Super Nintendo em- emulator. Mm-hmm. And everyone's favorite classic, Night Trap. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Yep. That's I, wonderful. I can't wait to sit down and spend an entire weekend banging out pun- uh, time codes. That's fantastic. Well, I will be sure to send you um, all all sorts of recommendations for games under $10 that will blow your mind. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and that goes for you guys listening who are actually friends of mine through various social medias. Please send me your um, your recommendations. I'll, I will definitely check out a lot of them. Yeah, obviously there are a ton of great games at full price and all that jazz, but there are also a ridiculous number of great small indie games that are pretty cheap that are so worth your time i love that yeah i've been i've been playing a lot more of the uh indie stuff what did i just download today for xbox chasm and that soundtrack's really good that i Mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna keep playing and see how how good this soundtrack really is and, and it might show up later i gotta say that uh one game that i'm working on now i i started listening to the soundtrack to it for the waveback awards uh, and I stopped because I was so impressed with the soundtrack, I decided I needed to play the game that goes along with it. Uh, and that is Katana Zero. Ooh. Which is just, that game's wowing me. <laughs> Not okay. just for the musical mm-hmm. aspect, but also, if, like, it, like it's, in my, it's in my game of the year conversation. I don't know if it's going to top everything else, but right. it, is, it is in the conversation at least. So. All right, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, Katana Zero, it's pretty... Uh, I think it's actually on sale right now for maybe $10, $15 tops. Uh, it is it is gloriously weird, uh, very <laughs> violent. I think you would really dig it. <laughs> you had me at very violent. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight we are not going for something ultra-violent. We're talking about robots. Um, in case you're new around here, every year Matt and myself gather around the fire, hot mm. cocoa in hand and share our favorite icy icy holiday-themed pieces of video game music. This year we decided to theme our frosty choices around Mega Man, because Mega Man is awesome and we thought it would be fun. So we're going to be focusing on the ice-level music from the original Mega Man series. 
From Mega Man to Battle and Chase, ice-themed robot masters have been a series mainstay, and nothing says the holiday spirit like blowing up robots. Right? <laughs> right? I right, listen, you get no complaints from me. So let's uh, let us begin, shall we? We've got a, a handful of tracks. Uh, they're all from the original mainline Mega Man series. So let's begin. <laughs> All right, so uh, the first track that we're going to listen to uh, sort of hails to us from the first Mega Man game and the first ice-flavored robot master, Iceman. Except uh, we just, we've already done Mega Man on this show. We've already done Mega Man 1, so we're going to go ahead and uh, hit you with a different flavor of this track. Uh, the version we're going to be listening to comes from the wonderfully, uh, wonderful and terribly underrated Mega Man Powered Up for the PSP. Um, this was a wonderful reimagining of the original Mega Man, um, with, you know, some divisive chibi-style graphics, but really great gameplay and wonderful, wonderful music. Uh, so this version is by Toshihiko Horiyama, uh, who has worked on the Mega Man X series, the Phoenix Wright series, and Demon's Crest, among others. Uh, and of course, the original composition was by Manami Matsume. Uh, so let's go ahead and give this sucker a listen, huh? This is, uh, going to be... Iceman stage for Mega Man Powered Up. Enjoy! Iceman Stage from Mega Man Powered Up for PSP, a game that I'm looking forward to doing on this show someday in total, because I really do love its soundtrack, but I really like that rendition of that song. 
It's very interesting to me. Um, it comes across as like 1984 mall. <laughs> there's some, there's something about it that makes me think of like you know very garish um like department prints. store kind of stuff yeah definitely like a department store in a movie maybe mannequin you know the 1980s classic mannequin um but uh, <laughs> but all jokes aside it's a really good um it's a really good track i i i'm not too too familiar with Iceman's stage having only played um Mega Man won a handful of times. I kind of stopped my Odyssey a long time ago of um, wanting to beat all of them. Hmm. Mega Man 1 was the next one on the list. I beat Part 2 because I just had it, you know, as a kid I had it and I had to beat it first, which, you know, that well, makes Mega sense. Mega Man 2 is a lot better than Mega Man 1. Um, yeah. In pretty much every respect. I mean, <laughs> I really enjoy Mega Man 1, but that game really got refined in Mega Man 2. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the original version of this song is not one that I'm ever I've ever really been a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, there there are a handful of tracks in the original Mega Man that I absolutely love and and put right up there in the pantheon of Mega Man tunes, but uh, some of them I just don't really enjoy very much. Like uh, I didn't really like Iceman's stage. I didn't really like Fireman's stage. Um, they just didn't really click with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially the instrumentation in the NES version of this song is very um, Ugh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's it's got a very almost like nasally sound to the the main instrument that's that's done with it. And what I like about this so much is that it it kind of takes all those very nasally sounds um, coming out of the NES and turns them into these pretty uh, twinkly ice sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it it does the song a great service in really making it feel more like an ice stage uh, because the stage is you know obviously it, it's very much an ice stage because it's freaking Iceman stage. Um, <laughs> can't really do much without that yeah yeah so I, th- I i think this new version does an excellent job of making it feel more frozen yes um, and it's a it's quite nice yeah it's an excellent example of what this game soundtrack does um mm-hmm. overall is it takes uh a lot of the more minor sounding stuff and turns it into more just o- overly happy kind of if if that makes any sense um uh, particularly in Gutsman and Cutman stages, uh, they take a lot of the minor notes and change them into major notes, and I just got such a kick out of... I was so very tickled by the way that worked and it really changed the feeling of the songs. Uh, so this is a very cool game, and it's never been re-released on anything because I don't know Capcom's insane. <laughs> just put this somewhere else, for crying out loud. You can... when you If you beat the Robot Masters in this game without using the special weapons, you can play as the Robot Masters. That's really cool. How awesome is that? Ugh. What weapon do you have as the Robot Master? The actual Robot Masters? Well, they kind of change around the game. Um, so basically, it, you don't like switch between the different characters. You can then start a game over as Iceman. And instead of uh, Iceman being the one who gets... Because uh, the story of the original Mega Man is that Wily stole the Robot Masters and reprogrammed them. Mm-hmm. So th- this time he steals Mega Man and turns Mega Man into one of the Robot Masters. Uh... And so you run through the game as Iceman with the Iceman weapon, like the little ice, uh, the the ice cutter. Uh, and so, in place you... of Iceman, it's Mega Man. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Nice. You do a stage, and you have to fight evil Mega Man. That's uh, pretty cool. Gutsman's pretty tough because he doesn't have any. You know, he can pick up rocks and throw them. You know, so it's like <laughs> he doesn't have the the, the same shooting abilities you know you're playing through it as a Lekaman is not super hard because Lekaman's weapon is crazy but you know you do something like Cutman and he just had the little cut boomerang the little rolling cutter that it changes everything up pretty well 
Nice. It's a brilliant little game. It really is. Well, go out and play it. Yeah, if you can find it. It's nah. not available in any digital stores or anything. you got to have a PSP and a UMD to play it. It's weird. Yeah, quite. Well, let's move on to the next. Oh, did you have anything else to, to say about it before I... No, no, I mean, you you pretty much covered it all. It, it definitely um, does that job of um, making, like, an ice stage. What, what we always talk about with ice stage, the crystalline sounds and things yeah. like that. All right, well, then let us move on to uh, kind of a cheat. Uh, <laughs> so when rolling through these, I, one of the first ice stages that comes to mind for me always is Flashman stage from Mega Man 2. But it's always been kind of unclear as to whether or not you're on some sort of slippery crystal rocks or if it's actually ice. His stage doesn't really make a lot of sense, right? No. It's like... You don't really know what you're looking at, and Flashman isn't an ice boss per se. But right. I've always felt that it's bo- that it's ice, you know, because of the slipperiness. It, it just makes me feel like it's an ice level, and everything's blue like ice. And even though it's kind of glowy and looks vaguely ice-ish, it could be interpreted any number of ways. But I'm calling it ice, so I'm, fits in. I'm backing you up because <laughs> anything that gives me an excuse to listen to Flashman stage uh, is one worth taking. Amen. Not that long ago, we also covered Mega Man 2 on this very podcast, so in order to keep things interesting and not repeat any tracks that we've used before, we're going to be listening to Flashman Stage as heard in Mega Man The Wily Wars for Sega Genesis. Um, This is the 16-bit Sega Genesis remake of the first three Mega Man games, Um, and it's really jarring hearing these classic NES tunes being played with Sega Genesis uh, instruments. But it's also endlessly fascinating because they didn't just, you know, plug in the notes and make them play out of a Genesis. There's actual, like, thought put into how do we make these songs sound good with this instrument set. <laughs> they're, they're very thoughtfully redone. Um, and it's uh, even if they're not as good as the NES originals in most cases, they are always good. Uh, and I find this one to be one of the better uh, remixes that they remakes that they did in the Wily Wars. Personally, not you know for, for no small reason because this song itself is just so so darn good. Um, but also, I think they did a they did a very admirable job of making the song continue to be awesome coming out of a Sega Genesis. So, Mega Man: The Wily Wars for Genesis was uh, composed by Kinuyo Yamashita, who worked on the original Castlevania Snatcher. Uh, and the Metabots series over the years. And, of course, the original composition for Mega Man 2 for NES by Takeshi Takashi Tateshi. I am, again, blanket apologies for all Japanese (laughs) names (laughs) at all times. So let's dive in, shall we? Here is Flashman Stage from Mega Man The Wily Wars. Enjoy.
right, there's Flashman Stage from Mega Man The Wily Wars. So what did you think of this take on that song? I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, there's something very inherently Sega Genesis about it. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um, but until I heard that, what I think is inherently Sega Genesis about it, I thought it was a really, really good uh, rendition. And actually, um, that beginning portion, uh, uh, they threw on like this very... Um, they threw on a delay, and there's a word I'm trying to think of now. Of course, I can't think of it. A very tasteful. They threw on a very tasteful delay, mm-hmm. and um, it gave it like a bit of a tail, each of uh, the, the notes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, wow, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Give it a little space. Give it like a faux space to live in. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and I thought everything was going great until I heard that kind of like that high-end crystal uh synthesizer that's like inherently sega genesis yeah but it it didn't honestly it really didn't take away much from the track Uh, it's not as effective as its counterpart in the nes version which is unfortunate right but it it doesn't work as well here yeah but again it doesn't really take away from the track i noticed it and like for 10 seconds i was like oh sega genesis and then it faded into the background. And I was like, "Man, I love Flashman stage music." <laughs> and so, yes, that was really good. One of the things I really like about the, this version is they uh, they changed the intro a little bit because um, the uh, the it's still the same you know number of times it repeats that. It's like my favorite part of the song too. So good, it's so good. But after two of them, it adds drums. Yes. Uh, which the NES one doesn't do, which mm-hmm. I thought was a really neat little change that they tossed in there. Uh, and again, it's, it's exactly what we're talking about where you can't, they, they didn't literally just translate the songs one to one. They re, they, they put them all in here and rejiggered them in, you know, new and interesting ways, which I thought was, a, it, it was a very unexpected change for something like this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the original is fantastic, and I think that the, the new version is fantastic. Uh, I do definitely prefer the NES sound on this one. Uh, yeah. Not just because of um, the nostalgias. It, there's just something a little bit more, like I said, that, that secondary melody, that works better on the NES one, and I think that's what makes the song sound so much more complex than it is. Uh, it's just such a cool part and it kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit in this one mm-hmm. um, and just generally I don't love the Sega Genesis sounds I, I, I love yeah. NES sounds I don't love Genesis sounds so still very very cool and very very interesting track and, and I'm calling it an ice level <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it looks like blocks of ice to me word well, the rest of these are definitely ice-themed robot masters. No, no, no two ways about it. Especially our next track, uh, because there wasn't another ice stage until Mega Man Six. Uh, Mega Man Three, Four, and Five were all devoid of uh, ice-themed robot masters. The next ice ice guy we got was Blizzard Man in Mega Man Six for mm, the NES. Dairy Queen Blizzards. Mm, oh man. Yep. Why'd you say that? How dare I've- you? been dying for one for like i don't the last the last time i had a blizzard when i went skydiving and that was like eight years ago or something I've been good dying. lord really yeah oh wow <laughs> it was a great day we went skydiving we all survived so we treated ourselves to ice cream <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah i eat a lot more ice cream than you <laughs> oh no, no 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 hang on a second i didn't say i don't eat ice cream i just said <laughs> i haven't had a blizzard okay 
Fair enough. <laughs> There's a Dairy Queen right down the street from my house, you and I have two small children. Son so of like, a yeah. Mm. We send it. We spend a decent amount of time going to Dairy Queen and getting blizzards. Damn. Yeah, my waistline loves Dairy Queen. <laughs> so anyway, Mega Man 6 was composed by Yuka Takehara, uh, who worked on Final Fight 2, the Super Ooh. NES version of Aladdin, and the Marvel vs. Capcom series. Uh, this is a uh, this is a neat little song. Um, much like Mega Man 6, I feel uh, Mega Man 6 I feel is genuinely relatively overlooked in the pantheon of uh, NES Mega Man games, probably because it was the last one. It was and it was released so late in the system's uh, life cycle. Uh, it was published by Nintendo in America, no less, um, mm. so, which is pretty wild. But this is a cool stage, uh, and I think Blizzard Man is such a neat robot master design. He's just like this big snowball on skis. He's nuts. <laughs> uh, and, and this is a this is a cool a cool ice track that's not very stereotypically icy, but it definitely gives off the feeling of cold. So here is Blizzard Man stage from Mega Man Six. Enjoy. <laughs> From Mega Man Six, that was nifty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know any other words to use. Uh, I like it. It started playing, and I guess um, I'll call call it its verse. The verse portion, I was just like, okay, you know, it's it's some pretty good, you know, Mega Man video game music. And then it got to that second portion where the the drums did that like cut time stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, all right. I like. I really like when especially video game music um, plays with dynamic and it's completely, it's almost always unexpected by me because I have a certain level of expectation, especially when it comes to old NES music and stuff. I don't necessarily think, you know, they're going to do it. And when they do, I'm very pleasantly surprised. And this was definitely one of those tracks. Yeah. It's, um, it's far more sad than I would expect. You know, it's a, it's a very, it's a much slower and, sadder sounding song like it's more like a you know depressively frozen over instead of like winter wonderland you know what i mean 
Mm, uh, okay. And and I I really like that about this because it's a, it, it poses a really interesting contrast to the stage itself, which is uh, it, it takes place in broad daylight and everything is very pretty. Um, it's not like big ice crystals or anything like that. It's more like a a base of some sort that's been uh, snowed over, like not you know lots of ice iced over so much as snowed over. Um, it's a neat stage, uh, and I, I do really like this tune and the kind of unusual, less energetic take that it has on Mega Man music. Uh, I'll agree with you to some extent. I don't know that I, um, maybe because I'm not familiar with um, this number six, um, but I'm looking at some screenshots of the level and stuff, and I don't know that I necessarily hear the exact same stuff you're talking about with like the slower, more kind of darker, I guess, depressing take on it. I guess it's because the imagery itself to me, like you said, is very bright and vibrant. And um, I don't know, maybe out of context, I'm just not hearing it. Yeah, I mean, it could, could just be me. Just... <laughs> <laughs> this is saying more about you than it is anything else. <laughs> yeah, there's, there, I will always take into consideration that maybe it's just me because I am kind of nuts. Uh, I just always got more of a not necessarily sad, but n- not as bright and sunshiny as the stage looks to be out of this. You know, it's it, it. There is just sort of a melancholy undertone for me when listening to this track. But. I, I was going to say, maybe you're thinking positive, because like, I find a lot of their Mega Man music is kind of upbeat and positive. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what you're not hearing. You're not hearing its general sense of positivity, maybe? Maybe. Um, side note, I was. Uh, you said a snowball with skis, and I said, well, I have to see this. So I looked him up, and there's Blizzard Man. He's a snowball-shaped robot. But according to the, uh, the the wiki fan page, after the events of Mega Man 6, spoiler alert, he found work as a weather forecaster, and I just want to die laughing. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just hysterical. Now I'm curious if they all got jobs after 6. I, I love Mega Man mythology so much. It, it's, I have this, uh, the Robot Master Field Guide, and <laughs> like... It has all of their favorite foods and stuff. Like, oh my god! Why they're robots? Why do they have why a favorite would they food? Yeah, like, I don't, it doesn't matter. They somebody thought about all this stuff, and it's all like the official Capcom Mega Man Robot Master Field Guide, and I love it. Wow, some of these are really funny. You guys should look them up. Yeah, they're good times. <laughs> Speaking of good times, the next game we're moving on to is Mega Man Five for the Game Boy. Uh, this game is relatively legendary um, for those who know about it uh, because it's um, it's the first of the Mega Man Game Boy games that featured an entirely original set of Robot Masters. Uh, the Game Boy games typically took Robot Masters from two different Mega Man games and you know squished them together, so you'd get you know four from Mega Man and four from Mega Man Two, and there's your eight. And then you know Mega Man Two would have bosses from two and three and then three would have bosses from three and four you know what i mean and and so and so forth but when they got to mega man five they just told the completely original story and winds up fighting the the staroids or star droids i can't remember exactly if it's staroids or star droids but um they tell this uh whole business where you're going all these different planet themed uh robot masters and it's great it's a really good game uh and it's got some some pretty decent music uh and so, so this stage we're going with is Jupiter's stage, which is he isn't a an ice themed boss per se, uh, and the stage is just as much about electricity as it is about ice. But there are definitely 
icy segments in this level, so it counts. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, so let's give it a listen. Here is Jupiter Stage from Mega Man 5 for Game Boy. Oh, sorry, I have to give the credits. Of course. What am I thinking? Were you even thinking? I don't think you were. I wasn't. So uh, mm. Mega Man 5 for Game Boy was composed by Koji Murata. Uh, and uh, he's also done the music for Mega Man 4 and 3 on Game Boy, as well as uh, a, a bunch of, like, wacky stuff. Let's see. <laughs> we, we're, we're looking at, like, Skater Die for NES. I loved uh, Skater Die. Uh, Top Gun for NES. That's killer, wow. because I love that game. Um, uh, and other stuff, like, jeez, uh, what was I just looking at? Um, did sound effects for Mega Man the Wily Wars. Go figure. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and give the track a listen. Here's Jupiter's stage. Enjoy. Um, um, yes, I, I, I liked it too. <laughs> I, th- I thought something was going to come. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, I have to say something and then, and then nothing comes out. That's what just happened there. Um, it's, <laughs> I try really hard not to be repetitive. You know, we, we do the show, you know, so, but so often and I always feel like I say the same things, but, um, yeah, that was really good. Uh, especially, I mean, so I never had a lot of uh, interaction with the Game Boy, and um, I'm every every time uh, we listen to a Game Boy track, I'm always very impressed by the quality of sound. And again, this is no different. This is uh, this was a great track, honestly. Again, for the Game Boy, um, great composition, great uh, uh, instrumentation. I, I thought it was really good. It's something I could certainly listen to. I made it. I made a joke before that we started the episode about Flashman, and that one day I put I found like a ten hour loop, and I got about twenty <laughs> minutes into it, and I was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'd find a ten hour loop of this and listen to it for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's a it, it's it is a very good thing to have such good music in these stages because this game, if I'm remembering correctly, wasn't the easiest game in the world. Mm. Uh, I have I've played through this game maybe two or three times in my life. Um, 
it, mostly because it's just not the most accessible game out there. Uh, it was right. re-released on the 3DS Virtual Console, I believe. Um, but that was really the only time it was put out anywhere else. There was supposed to be a colorized compilation way back in the day for Game Boy Advance that had Mega Man 1 through 5 all redone in color, but that just never materialized, and I'm still crossing my fingers for a third Mega Man Legacy collection that includes these five Game Boy games, because they're very, they're very good. Um, they aren't quite as good as the NES counterparts, but as far as making Mega Man portable... They were very smartly done, and there there's some really cool level designs in them. Some really wild music, uh, especially in Mega Man 2. The music is complete and total insanity, because at least from what I can tell, the person who wrote the music and the person who programmed it into the game were not the same person, and the one who programmed it into the game just did not know what they were doing because everything's in these like weird high octaves and it's all clashes with each other some of it's weirdly off key like it's nuts but there's some really cool compositions underneath it um and then from Mega Man 3 onward uh uh, yeah 3 onward 3 and 4 both mostly just went to using um more or less just straight interpretations of songs from the NES game and then when they decided to go with Mega Man 5 as being something wholly unique, that came with it an entirely unique soundtrack. And there's some really great songs in it, and it's a, it's a, it's a wild game. I'd love to play it remastered in color. Um, well, fingers crossed that someday Capcom actually gets around to doing that. That would be awesome. But yeah, this is a, this is a cool, cool stage tune. It doesn't... You know, much like the, the stage itself isn't exactly like all about ice this music doesn't really strike me as particularly icy you know what i mean oh yeah um, i i know what you mean yeah uh but at the same time you know it's oh i'll i'll just use it as an excuse to play interesting <laughs> Mega Man music so <laughs> i'll allow be a while it before we get to this game yeah yeah so i don't think there's any more cheats for the rest of the episode mm. um not that jupiter man jupiter stage is necessarily a cheat because there is you know it is an icy stage there's very clearly icicles all over the place um but everything else is very much like that nah, these are these 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 songs sound cold too which is great uh, <laughs> so let's keep on going yes uh the next numeric uh numerical uh Mega Man game that had a freezy a frozen boss was Mega Man 7 uh with freeze man stage but We've already listened to that track on a previous winter special. Uh, as a matter of fact, was it just last year? It was just last year, yeah. Uh, Freeze Man Stage was on last year's winter special. So what we're going to do for this year's is we're going to listen to the 8-bit version. There is a fan <laughs> game by uh, somebody called ben Mend uh, that remade Mega Man 7 as an 8-bit Mega Man game. Uh, and that includes all of its music, and these renditions are brilliant. Uh, I I can't find much information on it, uh, and I'm sure it's out there, but I haven't been able to track it down myself uh, on any of the real credits. I don't know if this was a one-person job or if somebody else did the music or what, um, but this is an 8-bit rendition of the Mega Man 7 Freeze Man stage, which is one of my favorite tunes in the game. Uh, the original composition is by Toshihiko Horiyama, Uh, who we already spoke about, who did the music for Mega Man Powered Up. Uh, So let's go ahead and give it a listen. Uh, I, I love this song and I love this version, so enjoy.
So that was Freeze Man stage, the 8-bit version. Uh, do you even remember from last year's version? Does this sound familiar? No, not, not even in the least bit, but I will say... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here going, i got to go back and listen to this again, because I really, really, really like this a lot. I really oh, man. like this. I love it. I love this. This is one of my favorite tracks in Mega Man 7. And I, while I do still prefer the 16-bit version, because I, I just love it. I love Capcom's output on the Super Nintendo. Like, nine times out of ten, it is so freaking good. But, man, this uh, this 8-bit rendition is so smart. It's such a good job. Yeah, um, I th- there, there's a lot to really like about this, but I'm going to just hone in on, on the usual suspects for, for you and I. That bass line is just great. Yeah, it is. And then just the composition, like what the bass is playing with you know it's it's melodies from the other synthesizers and then the uh drum patterns playing like just great just just so so well oh my god <laughs> sorry just so well put together i heartily agree i i love so much about the way this song is put together and I, you know at the risk of repeating myself from last year i don't really remember what i said about it last year other than probably just that i love it but it's really neat hearing um music of this caliber i don't know caliber is not the, really the right word i feel like you didn't hear music this complex uh, out of the right. nes all that often like it just keeps there's there's so many different you know, phases that it goes through um, and hearing something of this style done in NES instruments, it reminds me a lot of like the, the work that was done for the Shovel Knight soundtrack. It's mm-hmm. like the NES could do music like this, but people weren't writing video game music like this very often uh, at that time. And uh, it's one of the things I love so much about Mega Man 7 is that it didn't just make a Mega Man game for the Super Nintendo. It, it, it did more. It, you know, it zoomed everything in, made the characters larger, which was a, a point of contention with a lot of fans. I think it looks great, um, but it you know, it didn't try to just recreate the same NES Mega Man sprite they used for the first six NES games and all five Game Boy games. They're, they added you know, elements of Mega Man X where you, you know, do, do different things and burn down trees and it changes the level kind of stuff. Um, and and it, that, that stuff all traveled through right to the, the game's soundtrack, which I think is just just spectacular, top to bottom. Uh, and this is this eight bit rendition. Uh, I, I love this eight bit version of this game. It's so cool. I wish I could play it. Uh, I, I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos of it, and it's uh, the game translates really well to eight bit, and it does kind of make things add up a little bit better because when you get to Mega Man nine and ten, them being back to eight bit, and you've you know, already been through the 16-bit 7 and 32-bit 8. It's a, it's, it's the this franchise goes through such a weird set of transitions. But end of the day, this is a great tune, uh, and I'm glad to have listened to it again this year. Any, so let's keep going. Huh? Any excuse, right? <laughs> any excuse. All right, so this next one comes from probably my second least favorite Mega Man soundtrack. Oh, I love the setup already. Yeah, uh, Mega Man 8 for the PlayStation is not spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love this game as much as I wish I did. I love a lot of the risks that it took. I love the ambition behind this game, uh, but there's just a, there's so much about it that feels disconnected from what makes Mega Man great to begin with. Mm. Um, so, uh, and then there wasn't another Mega Man game for a very long time, or at least not another numbered one. 
uh, before nine. So, uh, but either way, uh, there was also an eight bit rendition of this uh, made. But we're going to go ahead and listen to the original because it's going to be a long time before we actually get to Mega Man Eight on this show. Um, Mega Man Eight was ma- it was a, was a PlayStation and Saturn game. Um, so we're looking at a thirty two bit Mega Man game, but they didn't they didn't go with a uh, any sort of um, like polygonal graphics or anything like that. They didn't try to make it 3D. They just used the power of the PlayStation and Saturn to make a really, really nice sprite-based game. And uh, the game is very pretty. Uh, It animates great. Uh, It does have some hilariously terrible dialogue in it. (laughs) uh, This is the game where Dr. Light famously sounds like Elmer Fudd, and it's (laughs) very, very bizarre. And this also comes from the era where Capcom was just weirdly obsessed with um jazz so like you know mm. you think about the marvel versus capcom soundtrack and whatnot and there's just this weird kind of jazzy sensation going over a lot of the music coming out of capcom at the time so uh, Mega Man 8 was composed by shusaku uchiyama uh, who worked on the criminally underrated product number three for the gamecube uh, and more recently devil may cry 4 and the resident evil 2 remake um so that's quite a, a quite a diverse career, and Frostman is a uh, is an interesting stage. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, this is the one that had the uh, the, the the jump and slide segments. You you get on this like uh, like skiing bit, and you're going super fast, and the game goes jump, jump, slide, slide, and you have to like you know either jump or slide and get you know dodge things, or you instantly die, and it's a uh, kind of obnoxious. But <laughs> hey, man. Whatever. Uh, So let's go ahead and let's do it. Here's Frostman stage for Mega Man 8. Enjoy. Uh, Freeze Man stage. Sorry, Frost Man stage from Mega Man Eight. What'd you think? I actually really liked that a lot. Um, as always, uh, the bass is the first thing that grabbed me, and um, yeah, it sounded like like a legit, um, like fretless electric bass. That was a uh, really good sampling. Um, uh, great track though, like good composition, and um, I. 
I always appreciate the tasteful effects, like reverb and delay, and this definitely had like a nice, uh, noticeable reverb, but it wasn't like tacky. It gave enough um, space, made it feel a little bit bigger than it might actually be. It was, it was really good, though. Yeah, this is one of the tracks in the game that I do like. Um, it has some negative connotations for me because of the stage it's attached to, and all of the the jumping and sliding and whatnot, but uh, it's um, it is it is a pretty cool track. It's it's far more like I don't know why I can't shake the feelings of smooth jazz out of my mind. Like this, <laughs> I can hear that, yeah, you know the that horn, yeah, that horn sound, the very Kenny G horn sound, yeah, uh, and that, that kind of like the very subdued drums you know like they're not it's not like they're slow it's just like the sound of them is very subdued there's nothing inherently loud or crunchy about them they're very clean and mm. um yeah yeah i can see that it's a weird feeling and the whole this game's <laughs> whole soundtrack is just dripping with this kind of stuff which it doesn't it feels very un Mega Man to me but you know on the other hand there's some tracks from this game that I absolutely love. Like, I really, really love the intro stage music. I think Tengu Man's stage is just one of my... Oh, so good. It's so freaking good. Um, uh, even Clown Man's stage. Very, uh, a very uh, catchy tune. But this this is one of the ones that, that is a little more middle of the road when playing the game. But when listening to it out, outside of context, it's really easy to appreciate all the work that went into it. And I, I do think it's a very good song, and it's it d definitely gives that um that kind of like I don't even really know how to explain it. That sound that, that gives it that very that deep echo, like there's a clang mm -hmm. that makes it sound like it's inside a giant ice cave. You know, there's that's what really gives this song that that cold feeling, and uh, I, I rather like it. <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> Me too. All right, so let's move on to the Mega Man game with my absolute least favorite soundtrack. Oh, great. Uh, Mega Man and Bass is a such, such a strange little game. Uh, so Rockman and Forte, uh, as it's known in Japan, came out for the Super Nintendo after Mega Man 8. So we're looking at a Super Nintendo game that came out after a PlayStation game. Naturally, the game never made it over to the States because there just wasn't that much of an audience on the Super Nintendo. So it was years later in 2003 when the game was uh, released for the Game Boy Advance as Mega Man and Bass, uh, which I, with a far more um, uh, compressed soundtrack. Uh, so we're going to be listening to the version of this uh, music that comes from the Super NES version, not the Game Boy Advance version, um, which is the Rockman and Forte Cold Man stage. Um, I can't remember, like, there's a, there are, much like Mega Man 8, there are definitely tracks that I remember and genuinely like in this game, but more often than not, I just, there's just so, I forget most of this game's soundtrack. I just, I, I couldn't pick it out of a lineup for you. <laughs> but that said, you know, subpar Mega Man music is still pretty good video game music uh and but this stage is not one of those songs this stage is genuinely fantastic uh cold man stage is is a really really cool piece of music i like it quite a bit um the soundtrack i think is done by uh akari kaida who i couldn't find much information on uh, earlier today when i was doing the um the show notes let's see if i can find anything now uh 
Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, Mega Man and Base. Uh, I can't tell for certain if this is the Game Boy Advance version that she worked on or not. Um, but it looks like she contributed uh, to Dino Crisis, Onimusha 3, uh, uh, the Okami soundtrack. That's that's pretty darn cool. Uh, and also did um, uh, a track in Mega Man 10. So that's that's also excellent. Uh, this is a great track, and uh, it unfortunately comes from at least, at least in my retroactive opinion, not a great soundtrack overall. But you know, maybe I'll give it a proper listen in one of these days and be like, oh, you know what? I've been way too harsh on this game because, God, this game's weird. It's got eight robot masters, and two of them are from Mega Man Eight. The rest of them are new ones. So you just got these like interesting new designs like Cold Man and Pirate Man and whatnot but then you also have Astro Man and Tengu Man from Mega Man 8 for some reason like <laughs> really you couldn't come up with two more new robot masters you had jerks Guess not. <laughs> just throws everything off it's uh you know they went back and retroactively added two more robot masters to power it up to make you know Mega Man 1 and even 8 and Mega Man and Base is just still sitting out there in the cold like not quite a not quite adding up, not quite a numbered sequel, even though it's got a totally unique story and all these original Robot Masters. It wasn't on Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 or 2. It's just kind of like out there and not anywhere. And the Super Nintendo version has still never been officially released here in America. So anyway, uh, weird history aside, let's give it a listen. Here is Cold Man Stage from Mega Man and Base. Enjoy. stage again from Mega Man and Bass and I gotta say that that song does everything that 
I feel like Frostman Stage wanted to do, but better. Like, it's got that same vaguely jazzish thing going on there with the bass line that's just kind of all over the freaking map, but yeah. it's also the drums are so much more aggressive um, that it gives it this real sense of energy that I feel like Frostman Stage was missing. Um, I really like that tune a lot. It's a, it's a really good piece of music just as it stands on its own. Um, I definitely uh, get the same sense of that kind of jazzy you know, movement in some of the instrumentation, some of the composition. Um, but not in a bad way. I mean, I guess I don't have the sensibility to kind of connect some of the Mega Man uh, music to um, that that era of Capcom with the jazz stuff. I'm obviously you're you're way more versed in this than I am. I'm essentially the uh, the student here, but um, you know. It, it's never bad per se. I don't think, I mean, honestly, I don't think we really listen to bad music on this show, but, um, I've yet to really hear something that I'm just like, Oh, that's no (laughs) burn it down. Start again. No, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, this is definitely one of those tracks. That's not that this is really good. Um, I I really actually enjoy it. Had a bit of the, um, the, uh, the hallmarks of a, of a wintry stage, the kind of crystalline synthesizer, uh, very clear and clean. It's nice. Yeah, I uh, I agree <laughs> with, uh, with with pretty much everything you said. I don't think we've listened to much in the way of genuinely bad music on this show, uh, and I do really lo- really love this track. All right, so let's move on to track number eight tonight, uh, coming from the retro revival sequel, uh, Mega Man Ten. Back when Mega Man Nine was just like, heck with it, we're going back to eight bit, uh, and then Mega Man Ten said, we're staying here in eight bit, uh, and gave us the interestingly designed chill man um a cool stage uh if i'm remembering it correctly but chill man's design has always been like huh so he's just got like a ice block over his head like he's just like generic robot master half on ice it's it's a weird looking design (laughs) but uh, uh this is some pretty darn good music um this was uh, this track was done by if my research is correct Shusako Uchiyama oh yeah we've already brought them up uh product number three right um yeah you did mention product number three yeah that was Frostman stage that was two tracks ago what is wrong with my brain it's late my addled brain yes it's late and I'm terrible at name recognition uh but yes so, so Chillman stage good tune uh from a pretty good game so let's give it a listen here is Chillman enjoy
Chill Man stage from Mega Man 10. And that is, uh, what I literally didn't realize this until just now. That is a chill song. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Pun. Yeah, but no, it's, it is, it's, it's got, it's, it does that really cool Mega Man action stage music where it's like, this isn't super action-y music, but it's just energetic enough to make you go through this stage the way you're supposed to you know this is uh you're not supposed to run through it there's meticulous platforming going on so there's a sense of danger to it there's a sense of cold to it but there's also a sense of not speed to it uh which i think is great i have to say that i think um this is probably one of my new favorite tracks (laughs) sweet there's a lot of really great stuff happening and i say that and then i'm about to contradict it there's a lot of great stuff happening even though it's a fairly straightforward and simplistic track and i think that's another way of kind of saying what you were saying where it's an action-based game and and everything is supposed to be action-based but yeah you have to take your time and there's platforming and and um very timed out uh movements uh and i think that's reflected here in this track um the the dynamic changes are great the composition of it is great like it it moves fairly seamlessly it it feels like um flashman stage in that i'm not thinking about it i just know i'm enjoying it and then when i do mm-hmm. kind of um come up for air so to speak i'm just like yeah this is really good man and then i just get right back into it and it's- yeah when you really really think about it everything is so you can you can dive into every single detail of the song and every piece of it works like it's it's so meticulously thought out it's just such a great great piece yeah it just it just feels uh, <laughs> it it feels like it's made of stronger material like it it feels like it's what's the word i'm looking for it's quality this feels like quality music you know, compared to maybe some of the other stuff. Uh, not that the stuff, the other stuff's throwaway, but I think this kind of stands a little bit, you know, above head and shoulders above, maybe even still. Then, well, I mean, again, this game is from 2010, so this was a yeah. This was this was a big project for Capcom, and it's what was so cool about Mega Man Nine and Ten for all of the issues that I have with them, specifically sticking to the 8-bit style. It is awesome to have new 8-bit music with the sensibilities of uh, modern music design uh, which is you know again makes me think of uh, the the Shovel Knight soundtrack where it's right. like this is all 8-bit but it's not composed the way NES music was being written back then uh, it's taking all these modern sensibilities and applying them to these instruments mm-hmm. and uh, it, com- it winds up making just a unique and very cool sounding uh, soundtrack that's it fits the Mega Man pantheon, but it also uh, is you know you listen you go back and listen to the music that was made in you know the original Mega Man in the eighties, and you listen to this, and it's like you can tell that it's the same instruments playing this music, but just the songwriting itself is so much more complex because you know video game music design has come so far, right? Um, yeah. But it also continues to pay homage to where it came from by making sure that it is based around a very strong melody and not just making music that sounds like generic background music uh, it's it's just a smart and really well put together song yeah because i think that's a trapping you can very easily fall for you, 
you think you're making, you know, standout music, and, and in all honesty, you end up just making BGM. Uh, yeah, and I, I hear that a lot with a lot of uh, orchestral stuff, you yes. know, when listening to the Waveback Award you know, the nominees and everything, just going through the list and being like, well, here's another AAA action game that just sounds like generic movie score. Uh, it's not bad, but there's nothing special about it. Right, uh, it doesn't stand out. Exactly, and this does. This is this is not that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not being a stretch of the imagination either. All right, so uh, the next track we're going to listen to is uh, one from a game that came out just last year. Uh, it's Mega Man 11, the game that I didn't think was ever going to happen, and I'm so glad it did. Uh, this is from Tundra Man stage. Tundra Man, the figure skating robot master. <laughs> listen, don't you <laughs> say anything about his hobbies. I love this. I love I love him so much. That it was like a figure skating robot master that's insanity and it works so well cuz he just dances all over the stage when you're fighting him. He's great. He's just just truly magnificent. Uh and this is a really cool stage and a really cool tune. So uh let's give it a listen. Uh this comes to us from uh Marika Suzuki uh, who worked on Dead Rising, Lost Planet 2, Monster Hunter Stories and more. Uh, it is from the you know very modern release Mega Man 11 uh, from just last year, uh, which is a very interesting game with a very interesting soundtrack. Uh, with, um, oh God, I could go in so much on this game soundtrack, but we'll we'll get there someday. Anyway, here's Tundra Man stage. Enjoy. <laughs>
was uh, Tundra Man Stage from Mega Man 11. And, I mean, it's... Chill Man Stage is a tough act to follow. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, yes. It's, it's certainly not the best song we've listened to tonight, but it's certainly not a bad song. Uh, in fact, there's a, uh, the, the, the primary thrust of the song, you know, the main, the main uh, melody, as it were... Um, I really, really, really like that part, and some, some of the other bits. Like I, I do like it when everything you know kind of you know disappears and it gets that very desolate, wintry, twinkly sound going on there. Um, some of the parts that come after that, I could, they don't. I, I don't think they really stack up to the rest of the music, but it's a it's a pretty solid song. What, what really? did you think? Okay, his. I agree with most everything you said, except for the parts where you didn't like stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I don't want to make—I don't want to give the impression that I didn't like them. It's no, just no, that I feel like it doesn't. Add, it doesn't. I don't like them as much as the rest of it. You know, that, that, that main drive I really dig mm-hmm, so much, mm-hmm. and I think it's the um, the part where it goes. It sounds. It almost sounds like it's crammed in there, like they're trying to hit too many notes. So it almost sounds rushed. Uh, it just doesn't quite work. It feels a little bit. It feels like they're trying to force too many notes into too small an amount of space. Um, I, I just never been able to shake that feeling every time I listen to the song, and it just kind of detracts from it just a little bit. But the rest of it, I do really, I really, really solidly enjoy. I, I don't know, man. I think I, I think I like the whole track, even even the little part there that you're uh, having a little tough time. I guess uh, stomaching or whatever. I I like it a lot. I think I think it's a great composition. You know, for, pretty much for everything that you've said, that driving portion is just fantastic. When everything strips away, uh, fantastic. When everything's together, just great. Um, I don't know that I I had a problem with that portion per se. And actually, when you started talking, <laughs> I almost interrupted and said, "Are we talking about the same song here?" Because because <laughs> it did it did at first sound like you were kind of. Um, uh, against this song, but I get what you're saying. I mean, I definitely hear what you're saying, but nah, to me, I don't. I don't necessarily feel the exact same way. I think this is a really good one, and I will agree. Chill Man is tough to follow up, but I think I personally think <laughs> that this one is a, a good follow up. Honestly, it is. It is a good follow up, but I mean, like we just said, some it, it is we, no we chill deep man. dove into like, man, that song was ridiculous for so many levels. <laughs> yeah. This was like, and this is just good. <laughs> <laughs> This is my super hot daughter, and this is my other daughter. <laughs> this is that's basically what just happened there. Oh, she's pretty too, but have you met my first daughter? You know. <laughs> the other thing, um, uh, and I guess this kind of comes from my own personal experience uh, with this game and its soundtrack that I, I kind of struggle with is it's. I love the compositions in this game quite a, quite a lot, but I don't love the instrumentation. Okay. Um, that particular synth noise that's in this song is in most of the songs. Mm. Um, the the instrumentation I feel isn't as uh, diverse as it should be. Okay. So it's one of the reasons I kind of struggled with this game soundtrack uh, last year, and it didn't win as many uh, spots for me with the Waveback Awards. Correct. Um, you know, and it was nominated. You know, a handful of tracks from the game were, in fact, nominated, but none of them made it very far because you know, I, I because of everyone who voted, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Not me. Uh, it, was, it was a committee. It was. It was indeed a committee, and that wasn't me. I had definitely put 
detracts from this game up there, but there's there's a few things that hold it back, and I, I do think that this game's over reliance on that on that one consistent uh, sound, the, the one consistent synthesizer sound, like. I feel like the previous this game would have uh, benefited greatly from uh, approaching the soundtrack with more diversity, and that comes through with this game's secondary soundtrack. There's a whole instrumental uh, alternate soundtrack to this game, where every track of the game has been reimagined with more um, traditional instruments, like real instruments, mm-hmm. uh, and they're really interesting to listen to. They don't all fit the stages very well. Like you can play through the game with the alternate soundtracks. Um, and while stuff like a bounce man stage was, I think both versions are phenomenal, but, uh, I think that the instrumental version of that is just out of this world. Good. It's this wonderful piano piece. Uh, and this one's also very good in the instrumental version, but it's, a. Uh, it just really goes to show that this, th- these tunes and the actual compositions are great. I just think that it could have been elevated with some smarter instrument choices. That's fair. That's a, that's a fair, um, kind of rundown really i I, now that you say that i it it piques my interest you know what would you yeah what would you change what would it sound like you know just and and i don't know i'm i'm not a professional composer i don't (laughs) i don't know how to fix it but i know that uh taking if i if this was the only one that i had heard from that game um or without any context i probably wouldn't have minded it so much but knowing what i do about this game soundtrack in total and how a lot of the soundtrack when you're playing the game almost seems to bleed together and you don't right. really get to appreciate how good the music is until you separate it from the game, or at least that's how I experienced it. Mm-hmm. Um, does kind of detract a little bit when I listen to this, this song now, but, but only a little bit. It is still, I, I think a great track. There you have it. All right. Well, our last song of the night, our last Mega Man song of the night, because we're going to leave you on a bonus and it's not the one you might be thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, <laughs> This last track comes from the weirdo <laughs> PlayStation 1 Mega Man racing game, Mega Man Battle and Chase. Aye. The track is called Snow. I have not played more than a few seconds of this game, so I don't have anything to say about this track other than that it is from the original Mega Man franchise, and it's called Snow. <laughs> so here it. we go. Here's Snow by, uh, by Yoshinori Ono, uh, who worked on various Street Fighter titles, not just in music. You, If you're a Capcom fan, you probably know that name. Uh, so it's strange that that name is attached to this game's soundtrack. But hey, man, nothing about this game isn't weird. So let's give it a listen. Here is Snow from Mega Man Battle and Chase.
Well. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Here we are. Let's get ready. Cruising right along, enjoying the, so- enjoying the song. At least I am. I'm having a good time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is pretty good. Yep. And then it's just like, all right, let's change things up and let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. And it just gets weirder and weirder. And right is weird the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I would go with eclectic because that's a polite way of saying weird. When, yeah. uh, when when was this game made? Uh, this was 97. Mm, okay. Because there's a whole section in there that's like pseudo drum and bass. And I feel like 97 was kind of the beginning of that kind of, you know, there was that big craze with dance music, whether it was like techno, trance, drum, drum and bass, jungle. So so you're absolutely right. This, this track, it's... For all intents and purposes, start starts off just like any other racing game music, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay, this is racing music. I, I get it. And then you're right. It it I'm a big fan of telling people, listen, if someone wants you to zig, you should zag. Man, this 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 music took a hard left. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It took a hard left. And, and then like, so I'm like. Oh, okay. I'm I'm still on board. I'm I'm not I'm not uh I'm not holding on to the uh the O-ish bar and um the O-ish handle and then and then it makes a hard right and I'm like, what is going on here? This is there's like four songs <laughs> why is, here. Why is this happening? And why are those two songs so aggressively weird? <laughs> <laughs> aggressively eclectic. Yes. Yeah. Aggressively eclectic. Very. Very interesting track. Um, all its parts are not bad. They're they're good compositions. I'm just still very taken back as to why someone thought let's throw them all together. Yeah, is it <laughs> was it that they had them left over and they're like, well, what are we gonna do with this? Kind of like how they make sausage. <laughs> like, oh, what's left over? I just <laughs> throw it in a meat casing. <laughs> well, what about the stuff that doesn't go in there? We'll make that hot dogs. We'll make okay, well, what about the stuff that's not good enough for hot dogs? Scrapple. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make Mega Man music out of it. <laughs> not good enough for Scrapple. <laughs> that's a hell of a level. It's hard. <sighs> that was so. Yeah, that was a that was a heck of a way to end, right? <laughs> that, was, that was something else. Yeah, I, I I I love how weird that game is. I love that this game. I didn't even know it existed until, um, ah, God, when did I find out about this game? It was way later. It was part of one of the compilations, I think. Like, I'm sorry, there was a Mega Man racing game? What the heck? That, you know, that doesn't surprise me one bit. A lot of the companies use their big IPs and they make racing games out of them. Yeah, and I mean, I owned Mega Man Soccer for Super Nintendo at that point. I remember that one. shouldn't have surprised me, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but here here you are. are. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, here we are. It never, never, it never ceases to amaze me the kind of weird stuff. Like, there's a whole Mega Man board game that was made uh, for Famicom, Rockman Board, and it's like, oh geez, I think that's the was that the one that had Ra Moon as the villain, or was that some? Uh, there was some other like weird, not text based is the one I'm looking for, but there's a very like story driven animated. Mega Man kind of thing you that talking involved about, like you talking about the one that came out in 2016? No, older than that, way older than that. It's, not not an actual board game. It's a video. It's a video game for the Famicom that is like a a board game video game kind of thing. Rockman Board, I believe it's called. 
I forgot to check and see if there was a Wiley and Wright no rock board. That's paradise is the uh, the literal translation of this weird freaking game. I, just as you read that, I found the Wikipedia for it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's quite something. Uh, I mean, I've never attempted to play it because it, I've never wait, found a, a. Hang on a second. Its genre, according to the Wikipedia, is business simulation. What? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> what? I know very little about it because I mean I I'm looking right now at a uh, an English translation of it. I've never played an English translation, but boy, this game is so bizarre. Oh, um, it, the first line of the uh, wiki reads basically that the game is essentially like a, a Monopoly style. Uh, yeah. Competes with other players or the computer AI in purchasing spaces of property. Characters include Roll, Dr. Light, Dr. Wiley, Dr. Cossack, Alinka. They land on the property. They give the opportunity to buy it with a certain amount of Zenny, the game's currency. And they charge the other characters rent. It's it's Monopoly. Yeah, so Mega Man's got a lot of weird games. <laughs> <laughs> As we just went down that rabbit hole. Boy, and like, you know what? If they if they officially translated this game and put it on a, a Mega Man collection, I'd buy it. I know you yeah. would. I would absolutely buy it and try it because it's just I'll play anything Mega Man once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a wacky concept. Uh, it really is. All right, well, this was fun, huh? Merry uh, Merry holidays, Happy Merry to you. Happy winter stuff. Yes, five Happy winter. I, I I love I love spending time with Mega Man music. So any excuse to to do that for a couple hours is uh, is good by me. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I got really hyped right there, and I thought you were gonna say I love. I really love spending time with you, meaning me. And I was like, oh, and then you said Mega Man music. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love spending time with you too, Matt. Aww. It just, you know, doesn't happen very often. Chris. The feelings mutual. <laughs> well, that's our show. Join us next time as we finally get back to Matt's choice. <laughs> Sorry about my little Star Wars interlude. I just I couldn't help myself. Well, we finally get back to Matt's choice and mm. listen to the music of Universal Soldier for this Sega Genesis. I'm so excited. Dude, you have that. no idea how excited I am. I have no idea what kind of pile I just stepped in. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. I was I was just listening to music from this game earlier today, just completely randomly. Uh-huh. It's a killer. killer I can't soundtrack. wait. I can't and wait. And it's such a weird version of it because it's... <sighs> I can't wait to hear the story because I'm, I'm staying away from everything. I'm going blackout dark right into this. I just... You said that it's it's a reskinned game or something. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's weird. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today, and you can do so over on the Waveback forum page on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find out more information on our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail and while you're at it, check out our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Uh, and be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. And, of course, my shameless plug for Waveback Overplay. Still working on Pokemon tracks. Uh, putting one one or two, uh, you know, a couple up a week. You know, working my way through it. I think after after Pokemon, though, I might go with uh, some, some Mega Man because mm-hmm. I'm itching... I'm itching to do some uh, some crossover stuff between the uh, NES versions and the Wily Wars versions of Mega Man tunes. Sounds like you have a fever. I do. And the only cure... More Mega Man. Is more Mega Man. <laughs> but we're all out of Mega Man tracks to listen to tonight. Yeah. Now, 
This is the fifth Wave Back Winter special, and I have a tradition that at the end of every Wave Back Winter special, we listen to my very favorite piece of Christmas music, mm-hmm. which is um, uh, Super Mario Sleigh Ride by the One Ups. It's a, a marvelous piece of music, but yep. I decided to change things up this year because another video game themed Christmas song mm-hmm. came into my life, uh, and I. I'm just itching to share it with anyone and everyone who could possibly sit through the entire thing. And I tell you, please make it through to the end. If you haven't heard this already, this is all I want for Christmas, the Mariah Carey version, as performed by Toad from the Super Mario franchise. Oh my god. Um, it is uh, It is nothing short of a masterpiece. Uh, and especially, please stick it out to the end because uh I don't know if you remember the Mariah Carey version you probably do because it plays in like everywhere all holiday season long but when From- he gets up to the when you get to the high notes <laughs> Toad goes for it whole hog Toad's not 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 afraid no no holding back this came to us from the uh YouTube page Melon Melancholia I think is what this is this is called I, I don't really know how to pronounce it i'll obviously put a link in the show notes um whew, uh this webs this uh youtube page is dedicated to toad singing lots of different things <laughs> so after you're done with this one if you want more head over to that uh youtube page and listen to toad sing um let it go from frozen <laughs> stay on theme <laughs> toto's africa Ooh. chandelier mm. it's Delightful and horrifying. And when I heard this for the first time, I was quite literally in tears from laughing so hard. I couldn't breathe. And I hope to share some of that wonderful laughter and Christmas spirit with you. So uh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope I have, you have a wonderful, happy, and safe holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, same to you, Matt. Thank you very much for doing this with me, as always. Thank you, sir. Same to you and your family. And uh, please enjoy... The dulcet tones of Toad (laughs) singing All I Want for Christmas is You. Have a good night, everybody. See you next year.